Hi there, everybody. Good morning. This is Dorcas Smith, Granny D, out of Plymouth, Michigan. And I heard lots of people coming on this morning, which is super exciting. I want you to remember that we have, um, on Mondays, Nikki is now doing Zoom. So if you haven't got the Zoom address, you may contact me and... Um, if you want, after the call, when I've taken it off um, recording, I will give you my phone number, and you can phone me, or you can text me, and I will um, send you the Zoom, or you can contact me um, at my email. I'll give you both those, and we can then communicate if you want to get the Zoom number. Because hers is kind of cool. You don't even have to do a password. She has it set up where once you go in and she's there, up she pops. And yesterday, I was really excited with myself. I called into this number, and somehow, and I don't know how, when I put on the speaker code, the record, Nikki was there. So Brian may have done some magic, I don't know, but it was there, and so that I actually was able to see her on my computer with Zoom and hear her on my earpiece through our phone call. So we do cover both on Mondays now. I have learned this. Um, I think it's kind of exciting. And the Zoom call is really interesting. I have to, I have to get up in the morning a little bit earlier because when you look at yourself in the camera, it's like, ah. Uh, but you can always go black if you don't want to be seen, so that's cool. All right, what else did I want to tell you? I'm a retired special ed teacher, and I worked hard to help kids solve the problems that they were experiencing in life. And it's interesting. One of the things that I'm going to talk about today with um, John Rady and Richard Manning is in our lives, we find there is something that caused us pain. And in that pain, it changed our lives. I know why I became a reading teacher. I couldn't read as a little girl. It was the worst. I couldn't spell. I can remember not being able to spell does. It was D-O-S-E as far as I was concerned. Do you think I could get D-O-E-S? Absolutely not. I can remember getting half or one out of ten on our daily um, or our weekly spelling tests. So I know why I became a special ed teacher, because school was such a painful early experience that I wanted to make sure that I could help others. I think doctors and nurses and lawyers are lawyers because they feel there's something that was damaged in their previous... I don't know what it is, but just think about the different professions and why people are passionate about that. Then, take that concept to your health. All right. I'm going to go to Go Wild by John Rady and Richard Manning. And Richard Manning is speaking at this point, and I'm going to um, reread a little bit again because I think this is, again, really important, and I want you to hear it because we need to hear things more than once. In fact, we need to hear them over 20 times. Although, 
tell a child something twice or anybody something twice and they'll start to believe it. So remember that because if you do that to a child, especially if you're angry and you say things too often to them, they will start to believe it even if it's not true. Same with your family. Which is why I think our rewind of the video bites over and over and over again really bothers me because you start to believe some of the things that you're seeing which are sometimes are huge lies. Anyway, Richard Manning says, my goal in this was to run long races without resorting to, to sucking on sugar water without crashing with wild undulation of hyper or hypoglycemia. It worked simply and quickly. I can now run as long as seven hours without any food whatsoever, and I never think twice about it. I have gone for gone for many runs of four hours of more or more, and have never crashed into the wall. The conventional nutrition wisdom wisdom of the sport says this is not supposed to be, but it is, and it's easy. Remember the tribes who chased their prey. They went all day without water and food. It's amazing. When you do this run thing or this massive intensive exercise, it's very easy. And don't overwater yourself because if you do, those are the people who are having problems, especially in the marathon races. Isn't that interesting? It's not supposed to be that way, and it's not conventional wisdom. But I believe Richard Manning. Almost immediately after changing the way I ate, weight began to fall off my body. Although I was not trying to lose weight, nor did I change my running routine, not one bit. I was then, and I'm still running about 40 miles a week. But from day one, my keto, from day one of my ketogenic diet, I began to lose about a pound or two a week, step, 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 in a straight interrupted curve until I hit 160 pounds. And then it plateaued, and my weight was not buried by more than a pound or two in a year or so since. I pay no attention, whatever, to total calorie intake, mileage, or the amount of food I eat. Just, and this is my bane because I like honey in my tea, no sugars, no grains, no processed foods, lots of nuts and cheese, fat, runny cheeses, bacon, eggs, sausages, sour cream and vegetables. No high, high glycemic fruits like bananas. However, as I said last week, my husband takes eats bananas because it seems to do help his blood pressure. That's his thing. That's the whole point. You find the thing that works for you. But, he says, apples, pears, berries... Fresh and simple, lots of venison. I ain't eating venison, but I'll eat grass-fed beef. Salmon, or at least salmon, at least once a week. How about fish once a week? Grass-fed, grass-finished beef. That's really interesting. Not a diet, just the way I eat, and it makes me happy. I repeat, I do not count calories, and I am never ever hungry. Do you know that since I've been doing this, since I found my balance, I'm not really ever hungry either. Um, it's changed my life. So I must be doing something right. 
my new eating habits had other unexpected had another unexpected brain benefit but there is no way that I can say for sure that the sum total of my better life stemmed from my food choices. Maybe it was just the last piece, the keystone of the arch, meaning the last piece in making the arch, the centerpiece in the, in, in the stone structure is called the keystone. Oops, I lost it. Remember, I'd already made the changes with exercise and I, at and was at a point in training when I could expect to see some real benefits from running alone. Truly, I had. But remember, too, that this is not about a single intervention. It's more about building the arch. It's more about building the foundation for your life. Still, it was clear that something had worked. My head was getting better. My depression was gone. These changes were no longer an intervention or a therapy or a cure. It had become my life. My lifestyle change was my new life. Indeed, I am giving you the barest outlines of my life during the period, and much that I have left out may in fact be relevant. My solid marriage, the fact that I live in Montana, a wild place, that my work schedule is my own, that I have a dog who runs with me, and that I play music with friends. All of this is relevant too, maybe even more so. This is why we can't serve up recipes for others or even research these matters in epidemiological precision. Lives vary and through time. Last section, our prescription for you. So it now all comes down to the ultimate question. What do you do about all this? We hope by now it's clear that you that only you can answer that question fully. But it should also be just as clear as the weight of, of the evidence offers. Sorry. But it should also be just as clear that the weight of the evidence offers some sound advice on how one goes about getting better. First, find your lever. Do you remember the lever? Way back at the beginning of the book. Beverly Tatum introduced the concept when she told a story about correcting her sleep deprivation. And it meant that she was soon thinking about her nutrition and her exercise. The simple act of shutting off her computer at 10 at night led to better health on a number of fronts. For Mary Beth Strutzman, the lever was food, specifically carbohydrates. One thing leads to another. And the lever is the key change in your life that triggers others. What is your first step? Is it food? Microbiome? Is it movement? Is it sleep or mindfulness? Is it your tribe? Is it biophilia? And I have to go back and look up biophilia. Hold on. I have it on my phone so that I could tell you. Biophilia which suggests that humans possess an innate tendency to seek connections with nature and other forms of life. Edward O. Wilson introduced and popularized the hypothesis in his book Biophilia in 1984. He defines biophilia as the urge to affiliate with other forms of life. Isn't that interesting? We need dogs. We need birds. We need lots of life around us 
and relieve nature. We don't know what your lever is, but from our own experience, we suggest you begin by looking at food or movement or both. I think also sleep and turning off your computer before you go to sleep, a good hour ahead. We have talked about many issues here, but food and nutrition have been researched the most and are best understood, are profoundly different today from the food and nutrition that formed us as a species, and are so basic to the human condition that it would be hard to imagine anyone getting better without getting these on the right track. The good news is, though, is that it's pretty easy and straightforward to get them on the right track. And here are the two basics. Well, first of all, find your why. Find what It's not making you better. Find the thing that makes what's happening in your life better because you feel better, not because you're fixing it. Here are the basics. The first two, food and movement. Eat no refined sugar of any form. <clears throat> That's a big struggle for me. Really is still. Fructose contained in fresh fruit is okay, if not excessive. But no fruit juices. And pay special attention to avoiding sugar dissolved in water. Soft drinks, but also energy drink, drinks and juices that contain sugar of any form. Don't eat grain. Don't eat anything made from grain. Get your calories from fat, but avoid manufactured fats, otherwise called trans fats. Don't eat processed food. Don't eat fast food. I don't know when the last time it was that I ate fast food. That was something I added. That was one of my levers, I think. Look for foods high in omega-3 fats like eggs, grass-finished beef, cold-water fish like salmon, and nuts. Go for simple fresh fruits and vegetables. Go for variety. Eat as much as you like. Enjoy what you eat. Movement. Look for a form of exercise you like that comes first. Something that you can do easily as part of your daily routine. Look for forms that involve a variety of movement, full of body, full body, with lots of variability. As, as in both trail running and CrossFit workouts. The gym is okay in a pinch, but look for, for ways to get outside. Exercise is exercise, sorry, exercise in nature is exercise R squared. It is exercise squared. You get double the bang. Feel the sun, but also the wind and the rain in your face. Those are not my favorite. Slog through the snow. Get cold. Get hot. Get thirsty, gear up and go, and especially look for exercise that involves other people. Move with your tribe. Look also to time-honored forms of movement like dance, qigong, Q-U-I-G-O-N-G. Hold on. I also checked that one out. It's a form of tai chi. Hold on. Let me see if I can find it quickly. Here it is. Qigong or Qigong, Qigong, or Chai Gung, is a century-old system of coordinated body posture and movement and breathing and meditation used for purposes of health, spirituality, and martial art 
training. There you go. All right, we're almost done for the day. So try or you look for time-honored forms of movement like dance, qigong, or tai chi. Buy a heart monitor or a Fitbit and know your heart. Begin slowly and carefully. Schedule rest days, even rest weeks, and don't stop experimenting and trying new things until you are having fun, until you look forward to each day's run or dance. And I'm going to finish with this one today because it really has made a difference. My daughter got um, Fitbit Premium, and there's a thing called Fitbit Bingo where you race people, but you race with your own criteria. For example, we're doing a race this week and I have to do 32 miles, 95,000 steps, and 585 minutes of exercise to win. That's a huge amount. Meanwhile, uh, no, I have to do 38 miles. My daughter has to do 52 miles. Ha! Anyway, there you have it. And you know what? It's added so much fun to the exercise. So I might have to look at the premium Fitbit instead of a heart monitor. Also, just know that my heart rate is down when I'm really resting at, at like, so low. It's absolutely amazing. Thank you, New Skin, and thank you for TR90 and our Body Burn 30 programs. All right, I'm going to take this off mute. And I didn't do all the formal stuff. I was way too excited today. There you go.